Today is the 11th day of August, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Come, let us adore Him. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before His presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to Him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In His hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are His also. The sea is His, for He made it, and His hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to His voice. Psalms for the Eleventh Day Evening Prayer Psalms 59, 60, 61 Rescue me from my enemies, O God. Protect me from those who rise up against me. Rescue me from evildoers and save me from those who thirst for my blood. See how they lie in wait for my life, how they might gather together against me not for any offense or fault of my own, O Lord. Not because of any guilt of mine, they run and prepare themselves for battle. Rouse yourself and come to my side and see. For you, Lord God of hosts, are Israel's God. Awake and punish all the ungodly. Show no mercy to those who are faithless and evil. They go to and fro for the evening. They snarl like dogs and run about the city. Behold, they boast of their mouths, and taunts are on their lips, for who, they say, will hear us? But you, O Lord, you laugh at them. You laugh at all the ungodly to scorn. My eyes are fixed on you, O my strength. For you, O God, are my stronghold. My merciful God comes to meet me. God will let me look in triumph on my enemies. Slay them, O God, lest my people forget. Send them reeling by your might and put them down, O Lord, our shield. For the sins of their mouths, for the words of their lips, for the cursing and lies that they utter, let them be caught in their pride. Make an evil of them in your wrath. Make an end of them, and they shall be no more. Let everyone know our God rules in Jacob and to the ends of the earth. They go to and fro in the evening. They snarl like dogs and run about the city. They forage for food, and they are not filled. They howl. For my part, I will sing of your strength. I will celebrate your love in the morning. 
for you have become my stronghold, a refuge in the day of my trouble. To you, O my strength, will I sing. For you, O God, are my stronghold and my merciful God. O God, you have cast us off and broken us. You have been angry. O, take us back to you again. You have shaken the earth and split it open. Repair the cracks in it, for it totters. You have made your people no hardship. You have given us wine that makes us stagger. You have set up a banner for those who fear you to be a refuge for the power of the bow. Save us by your right hand and answer us that those who are dear to you may be delivered. God spoke from his holy place and said, I will exalt and parcel out Shechem. I will divide the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim is my helmet and Judah my scepter. Moab is my washbasin and Edom I throw down my sandal to claim it. And over Philistia will I shout in triumph. Who will lead me into the strong city? Who will bring me into Edom? Have you not cast us off, O God? You no longer go out, O God, with our enemies. Grant us your help against the enemy, for vain is the help of man. With God we will do valiant deeds, and he shall tread our enemies underfoot. Hear my cry, O God, and listen to my prayer. I call upon you from the ends of the earth with heaviness in my heart. Set me upon the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the enemy. I will dwell in your house forever, and I will take refuge on the cover of your wings. For you, O God, have heard my vows, you have granted me the heritage of those who fear your name. Add length of days to the king's life. Let his years extend over many generations. Let him sit enthroned before God forever. Bid love and faithfulness watch over him. So will I always sing the praise of your name, and day by day I will fulfill my vows. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 6, beginning at the 15th verse. All who sat in the council looked intently at Stephen, and they saw that his face was like the face of an angel. Then the high priest asked him, are these things so? And Stephen replied, Brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our ancestor Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he lived in Haran, and said to him, Leave your country and your relatives and go to the land that I will show you. Then he left the country of the Chaldeans and settled in Haran. After his father died, God had him move from there to this country in which you are now living. He did not give him any of it as a heritage, not even a foot's length, 
but promised to give it to him as a possession and to his descendants after him, even though he had no child. And God spoke in these terms, that his descendants would be resident aliens in a country belonging to others, who would enslave them and mistreat them during 400 years. But I will judge the nation and they will serve, said God. And then after that, they shall come out and worship me in that place. Then he gave him the covenant of circumcision. And so Abraham became the father of Isaac and circumcised him on the eighth day. And Isaac became the father of Jacob and Jacob the twelve patriarchs. The patriarchs, jealous of Joseph, sold him into Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him from all his afflictions and enabled him to win favor to show wisdom with which he stood before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who appointed him ruler over Egypt and over all his household. Now there came a famine throughout Egypt and Canaan, and great suffering, and our ancestors could find no food. But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent our ancestors there on their first visit. On the second visit, Joseph made him known to his brothers, and Joseph's family became known to Pharaoh. Then Joseph sent and invited his father Jacob and all his relatives to come to him, seventy-five in all. So Jacob went down to Egypt. He himself died there as well as our ancestors, and their bodies, which were brought back to Shechem, and laid in the tomb that Abraham had brought as a sum of silver from the sons of Hamar in Shechem. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. But over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day, by night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to John, chapter 4, beginning at the 27th verse. As Jesus was talking to the woman at the well, his disciples came. They were astonished that he was speaking with a woman, but no one said, What do you want, or why are you speaking with her? Then the woman left her water jar and went back to the city. She said to the people, Come and see a man who told me everything I had ever done. He cannot be the Messiah, can he? They left the city and went on their way to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, Rabbi, eat something. 
But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, Surely no one has brought him something to eat. Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to complete his work. Do you not say, For months now they come the harvest? But I tell you, look around you and see how the fields are ripe for harvesting. The reaper is already receiving wages and is gathering fruit for the eternal life, so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I have sent you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. Many Samaritans from that city believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything that I had ever done. So when the Samaritans came to him, they asked him to stay with them, and he stayed for two days. Many more believed because of his word. They said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Here is the reading for the Thursday following Proper 14. We continue with the Passion of the Holy Martyrs, Perpetua, Chapter 4. Here is a summary. Saturus in a vision, and Perpetua being carried by angels into the great light, behold the martyrs, being brought to the throne of God, are received with a kiss. They reconcile Optatus, the bishop, and Aspiasus, the presbyter. Moreover, also, the blessed Saturus related this his vision, which he himself committed to writing. We had suffered, says he, and we were gone forth from the flesh, and we were beginning to be borne by four angels into the east, and their hands touched us not. And we floated, not supine looking upwards, but as if ascending a gentle slope. And being set free, we at length saw the first boundless light. And I said, Perpetua, for she was at my side. This is what the Lord promised to us. We have received the promise. And while we are borne by those same four angels, there, appe there appears to us a vast space, which was like a pleasure garden, having rose trees and every kind of flower. And the height of the trees was after the measure of a cypress, and their leaves were falling incessantly. Moreover, 
There in the pleasure garden, four other angels appeared, brighter than the previous ones who, when they saw us, gave us honor and said to the rest of the angels, here they are, here they are, with admiration. And those four angels who bore us, being greatly afraid, put us down. And we passed over on foot the space of a furlong into a broad path. There we found Jacundus and Saturninus and Artaxius, who, having suffered the same persecution, were burnt alive. And Quintus, who also himself a martyr, had departed in the prison. And we asked of them where the rest were. And the angels said to us, Come first, enter and greet your Lord. And we came near to place, the walls of which were such as if they were built of light. And before the gate of that place stood four angels who clothed those who entered with white robes. And being clothed, we entered and saw the boundless light and heard the united voice of some who said without ceasing, Holy, holy, holy! And in the midst of that place, we saw, as it were, a hoary man sitting, having snow-white hair, and with a youthful countenance. And his feet we saw not. And on his right hand, and on his left, were four and twenty elders, and behind them a great many others were standing. We entered with great wonder and stood before the throne, and the four angels raised us up, and we kissed him, and he passed his hand over our face. And the rest of the elders said to us, Let us stand. And we stood and made peace. And the elders said to us, And enjoy. And I said, Perpetua? You have what you wish. And she said to me, Thanks be to God, that joyous as I was in the flesh, I am now more joyous here. And we went forth and saw before the entrance Optatus, the bishop at the right hand, and Aspiasus, the presbyter, the teacher at the left hand separate and sad. And they cast themselves at our feet and said to us, Restore peace between us, because you have gone forth and have left us thus. We said to them, Art not thou our father, and thou our presbyter, that you should cast yourselves at our feet? And we prostrated ourselves, and we embraced them, and Perpetua began to speak with them, and we drew them apart in the pleasure garden under a rose tree. And while we were speaking with them, the angels said unto them, Let them alone, that they may refresh themselves. And if you have any dissensions between you, forgive one another. And they drove them away. And they said to Optatus, Rebuke thy people because they assemble to you as if returning from the circus and contending about factious matters. 
and then it seemed to us as if they would shut the doors. In that place we began to recognize many brethren, and moreover, martyrs. We were all nourished with an indescribable odor which satisfied us. Then I joyously awoke. Here ends the reading for today. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day He rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, that your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care, and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by any adversity and in all we do, directing us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in the time of need, we humbly ask of you to behold, visit, and relieve your sick servants for whom prayers have been asked. Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy, Comfort them with a sense of your goodness. Preserve them from the temptations of the enemy and give them patience under their affliction. And in your good time, restore them to health and enable them to lead the residue of their life in your fear and to your glory. And grant that finally they may dwell with you in life everlasting through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 
Almighty and everlasting God, by whose Spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which are offered before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves for your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>